0: Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Talks with Meg. This week, I'm going to kind of change it up a little bit. It's going to be another fun episode. Well, I hope so. (laughs) It's going to be my Meg Tells All episode. So I have questions that you guys have submitted or friends have said to me in the past, just kind of hot takes type of thing, but just a little episode for you to get to know me a little better. So grab a cup of coffee and we'll get started. Welcome to the Talks with Meg podcast where we will talk about the Catholic faith and discuss how to live the most authentic life possible here on earth while striving for heaven. Join me bi-weekly as I dive into topics such as prayer, relationships, and those funny humbling moments. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy. Okay friends, here we go. Meg tells all. We'll see if you learn a little something about me, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, anyway, I thought this would just be a fun episode. Uh, kind of had inspiration. Just, I don't know, decided to do it. Thought it would be fun. <laughs> kind of based off of conversations with friends and just different things that have come up in prayer. Like, you know what? It'd be fun to do something like this. So some of these questions are just random questions that I like have thought of or other people have talked about on podcast and The majority of them were submitted by you guys. So I'm just going to kind of get started. So (laughs) the first one is Team Edward or Team Jacob. Well, quite honestly, I've been Team Edward ever since I first saw Twilight. I don't really know why because I really don't have a reason why. I guess vampires are just more attractive than werewolves. But I also think Robert Pattinson... I think that's how you say his name, is just attractive. But also Taylor Lautner is too. But I don't know. High School Me was like Team Edward, No Smelly Werewolves. I don't know. So yeah, that's just what we've stuck with. Though I have re-listened to the Twilight episode, or episodes, the Twilight books. And I just, I don't know, man. They're different. Good. They're good. But they're different, man. Anyway, so then who is my confirmation saint? So my confirmation saint is St. Veronica. Um, I actually chose St. Veronica because her name sounded cool. (laughs) Like I really had no rhyme or reason. One of my friends um, in high school, we just picked confirmation saints based off of their names. At least I did. Uh, But now that I'm like older, I think it's really cool. Uh, that I had St. Veronica, she is the patron saint of, like, photographers, and there's not a lot about her, because we only really hear about St. Veronica in the stations, and so there's always been some kind of, like, mystery, I guess, behind it, and for a couple years, I never really, like, dove into St. Veronica, or, like, prayed to her, or, like, asked for her intercession, because there isn't a lot about her, and I'm not that great at photography, but I guess maybe in that realm of photography could be like creativity and just bravery. I mean, she literally walked up to Jesus as he was carrying his cross the Calvary and wiped his face. Kind of putting herself out there, like taking a bold step. And I'd like to say that there are different, definitely times in my life where I've taken a bold step. Some of you probably say this podcast is one of them because yikers. Just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, St. Veronica as my confirmation saint anywho on to the next one hopefully this is an okay episode i don't know i probably should have done more of an intro i'm sure some of these will send me into a tangent but anyway so one of my favorites (laughs) one tree hill i watched one tree hill when i was in college loved it so many great quotes some of the characters are good some of their decisions are not great but such is life. So one of my biggest hot takes on One Tree Hill is Chris Keller. Now, if you watch One Tree Hill, Chris Keller's like the bad guy who turns into be like actually a really fun and good guy. But I would just say Chris Keller is one of my favorite characters just because he's funny. And I don't know. And I think that Haley was an idiot for doing what she did to Nathan. If you know, you know. If not, go watch One Tree Hill and then we can discuss it. But anyway, I firmly believe that Haley was in the wrong. Even though Chris knew yeah. So many different things. I don't want to give it away in case someone's gonna watch it. But I highly suggest watching One Tree Hill. Honestly, One Tree Hill helped me like cope with a lot of things. That's kinda of sounds bad. Not cope. But it made me realize a lot of things in life, like that they're okay. To feel the way you feel. Um, Though feelings do not change the truth. Or change like what is happening. But like it's okay to be sad about things. Or it's okay to be angry about things. And some of the quotes just really hit home. Anyway. I don't know if anyone else watches One Tree Hill. I know Hannah does. Because Hannah said do a hot take on this one. So shout out to Hannah. So my next one. (laughs) What kind of dog would I be? This question was inspired By some of my friends when we made pasta at my friend Kayla's house. So my friend Emily was giving everyone just the breed of dog they would be. She told me that I was a Rottweiler. And I don't really know how I feel about that. So then my friend Janelle asked me what kind of dog I would be. And you know, honestly, thinking about it, I don't know. Like, would I be a lab? Or maybe a Golden Retriever. Or maybe I am a Rottweiler. Or a Yippee Yorkie. I don't really know. What are your thoughts? Let me know. I don't know. What kind of dog would you be? Ask that question to yourself. Or don't. It's kind of a weird one. But you know, that's just kind of how my friends and I are. <laughs> okay, so a next one that was submitted. So who's my favorite saint and why? Ooh, that's a hard one. I would have to say... My my favorite saints kind of change with what season of life I'm in. So one of my main ones though is Saint John Paul II. Uh, I just really love just who he was and like what he did. Like he gave us theology of the body. He was fun. He went skiing. He was outdoorsy. Uh, He actually is. I remember. The day that he died and kind of remember him, him being pope so i think maybe that's why he's one of my favorites that i like actually remember him i also like saint joan of arc just for her bravery and her not being afraid to like do what god was calling her to do uh, some other random ones saint therese she's a biggie for a lot of people and i like her too um uh, I cannot think of anybody off the top of my head. I'm trying to learn more about saints, though. So if you have a favorite saint, uh, let me know. I would love to know more. One that I haven't listed, obviously. (laughs) Okay, so on to my next question. I will answer. So scoop chips or triangle tortilla chips for when you have salsa? You know, honestly, I like them both. They both serve a good purpose. I love a good scoop chip. They're like when the salsa is chunky uh, with like tomatoes so you can get all that goodness in. If it's like a soupy salsa, you know what I'm talking about. Like kind of soupy. Maybe a triangle tortilla would be better because then they just kind of get a little glaze of the salsa on it. But like a scoop one would be good too. But then I feel like when you eat it and it's soupy with a scoop, you get it all over the place. Like, for me, I spill on myself at least once every meal. And if I don't spill on myself, it's a miracle because it's just the way it is. Um, For guac, you know, a good triangle chip would work for guac. And then also, if you make, like, taco salads with chips, scoop chips are good. But I feel like they're definitely used for when you want to be a little extra Because you do have to spend a little extra on them. But they are cute. But are they worth it? Think about that. Because I will. Next time I try to buy tortilla chips. But I think I have a bunch of triangle tortilla chips. Anywho. Next question. Submitted by the one and only Kelsey. Thoughts on Nashville. Well. I love Tennessee. Probably one of my favorite states. Probably because it's the state I've been to the most besides Ohio. Yep, most likely. <laughs> I've probably been there six times compared to any other state. I've also never been out west. I've been to Missouri and that's it. I know, your girl needs to travel, but sometimes life gets in the way. Um, but yeah, Nashville. I love it. It's just a fun like vibe. I grew up on country music. That's all my parents listen to. That's all they still listen to. Um, that's all I listen to. I do like a variety of music, but country. I really have been into old country lately. So like Johnny Cash and listening to a station of his on Apple Music. And then like Hank Williams. Um, I am blanking on the names. Conway Twitty. I don't even know that's how you say his name. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Anyway, all those like old, old country. I'm not talking old country like 90s country with Shania Twain and Reba, like older than that. And I just really like the history that's there in Nashville and Broadway. Now, it is a little crazy. I, I like people, but not big crowds of people for multiple days in a row. So Nashville wears me out. But there are so many wonderful things to do other than going to the bars there. Like Kelsey took us hiking one time. Super cool. Not fun for me because I didn't like heights. But loved it. Uh, We also, Kelsey has this bar that she takes us to called Scoreboard. And it's so much fun. And then Nashville Palace is connected to it. And there's line dancing. And that is fun too. I love watching people line dance. I myself cannot line dance, but it's fun to watch people do it, especially guys, because here in the little area I'm from, no offense to you guys, but square dancing is about the most you can do. Those guys down in Nashville and like in Tennessee, they can move. It's impressive. But anyway, I digress. I love Nashville. I highly suggest going at least once. If not a couple of times, but the whole state of Tennessee is just beautiful. Knoxville is another place. I've been there twice, hoping to go there again this fall for a football game. We'll see. Um, but yeah, love Nashville, love Tennessee. Let's go. Okay, so kind of to go with that, Kelsey also asked, my thoughts on Morgan Wallen. Yeehaw, y'all. <laughs> so, Okay. I try not to get too caught up in celebrities and just, like, the Hollywood scene and, like, famous people, if that makes sense. Like, quite honestly, I don't follow a lot of celebrities on social media. I do follow Morgan Wallen. I follow Hardy. I follow Phil Wickham. Uh, I think Tim Tebow. I don't actually know. Maybe Chris Pratt. More of the ones that are more conservative, just because I don't know i there's just crap that I don't need to see on social media because sometimes if you see things that make you on social media or that make you mad on social media, it just ruins like your whole hour or your whole day uh because it makes you angry, and I don't like to feel that way, so if one of my favorite like actors or actresses is posting stuff that I don't agree with or like makes me angry, I don't need to see that. Cause there's no use in me getting angry because what like uh, they don't even know who I am, they don't care. <laughs> anyway, that's why I don't follow celebrities on social media. Uh but Morgan Wallen, back to Morgan Wallen. I like his music. There are a couple of his new songs that I'm just like, yikes buddy. Did we really have to put those lyrics in there? Uh but a lot of his like older stuff, very relatable, very good. Just country boy stuff that, like, reminds me of my brothers and, like, growing up and just good songs. Now, his personal life choices, I think he grew up quite a bit over the past couple years, Um especially after his little incident that was ridiculous, whatever. People have their own opinions on it. I have my own opinion on it and I'm not going to share it because, eh, whatever, it doesn't matter, but... I think he did a lot of growing up, and I think it matters, too. I mean, even with us, like, the people we have around us matter, and I think it's the same for them. Um, Morgan has a song called, like, Living the Dream, and if you listen to it, it's, like, super sad because he talks about how everyone just wants this, like, position that I'm in, but it honestly, like, sucks because you really just don't have a life. You're going from town to town, like, up all night and – Having to put on this face of, like, this is me, but really it's not me. And Hardy definitely sings out in his song, Sold Out. Like, he's not going to change because a lot of people have sold out. I mean, when you sign those record label deals, like, you're, like, signing your life away. And I don't think a lot of people realize all the stuff they have to go through and how much those record labels, like, own them. Um. So, yeah, I like Morgan Wallen. As much as I know him. But how do you know someone really? I mean, yeah, he writes some of his songs. But you don't really know someone over the internet or through a phone. Sorry, people who think they do. I don't know. (laughs) Anywho. Next question is my favorite running shoe. Okay. I am a big Brooks girl. I love Brooks. I usually run in Brooks Ghost. But currently, I am running in Brooks Glycerins, and I love them. They are super comfortable. They are a neutral running shoe. So if you don't have high arches or no arches, they're a good shoe for you. If you don't have stability issues and if, yeah, you don't need a lot of correction and you're not injury prone, probably a good shoe for you. I have very flat feet, however, have been told to wear neutral shoes. a lot of that's confusing. And a lot of that I know just from running and then also working at a running store. But if you're looking for a shoe, Brooks Glycerin is the one I run right now. Run in right now. But I also like the Ghost. So yeah. And fun fact, the Glycerins do come in a stability. So if you need a little more stability, they make it. You don't want stability, they make it. Wonderful. Maybe one day I'll have a whole podcast about running shoes. I don't know. (laughs) I also like Saucony. They just came out with Ride 16 or 17. I don't actually know. Numbers are hard. Um, So yeah, if anyone ever needs suggestion on running shoes, hit me up. (laughs) Okay, so my next question, a little more kind of changing the subject. So someone asked, how long have you been single? So I have been single for... Ooh, 10 years it's been 10 years um been single for 10 years I dated a guy in high school we dated for three years uh started dating when we were sophomore yeah we were sophomores and then we broke up uh like a couple like a month into college I think it was we actually broke up on our three-year anniversary <laughs> which is kind of it's it's kind it's funny It wasn't funny at the time. Now it's funny. Um, So yeah, it just never, it wouldn't have worked out. Um, And then kind of in the past 10 years, I have gone on dates. Definitely thought that I met guys that were going to be the one. Um, Thought I would actually date them, but I never make it past date two. I don't know why. Protection, not rejection is what I tell myself. (laughs) Um, I have had some guys that I've talked to for a while, but it just ultimately didn't work out. And I used to get really bummed about that. But now I'm like, you know, I would much rather be single than married to someone and be unhappy. Um, because marriage is just such a big thing, a big commitment and a big sacrifice that you don't want to be married to the wrong person, or settle for someone, or just be with someone because everyone else in your friend group is getting married, or everyone else around you and you feel rushed, like, I I don't know who needs to hear it, but if you're dating someone and you're only dating them because you feel like you need to have a boyfriend or you need to have a girlfriend, uh, just for the sake of both of you, just end it, because marriage is a big commitment, and that is a sacrament and it is just beautiful. So you want to enter into that with someone you love and someone that you want to do this with and someone you're going to choose every single day. Because there are going to be days where you don't want to choose that person and you're going to have to choose that person. Like our vocations are not just a one and done thing. Like you have to choose your vocation every single day because you might not like the person you're married to. You still love them, but you not, might not like them. Um, which I'm not married, so I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, I've been single for about 10 years. I mean, honestly, all the blessings that I've received through being single have like outnumbered the hurt and the sadness I had when I was broken up with. I never... I don't know. There are, of course, times years ago, like when it first happened, where I did the if, but if this, but if that... And that just was no, it did not help anybody. Um, also, if you're going through a breakup, let yourself feel those feelings. I tried to bury them and not let myself feel them for the longest time. And it just made things worse. It made getting over everything worse. Uh, yeah, literally just take it all to Jesus. Because even though he already knows, like God literally knows and he sees your whole life in front of him. He can see from the day you're born to the day you die. And so he sees every little thing. And sometimes he sends us little trials or he sends us just little things that mess up our plans because he knows that that plan or what we had in mind and what we wanted may not have led us to him or may have disrupted our path to salvation. So what I'm saying is like, for me, if I would have stayed dating the same guy I was dating, I probably never would have come to know the Lord and Jesus as much as I do now. Now he probably would have, Jesus would have found his way through. I believe that. Uh, but I would not be fully who I am meant to be in the Lord's plan if I that would have worked out. So somewhere in my story, God saw like, okay, so you dating him would have looked this way, but you don't date, you guys don't end up together. So, this is how your story's gonna be. And sometimes, since he can see all of it, he uses little things like that to just help us get back on the right track. Now, I'm not saying that every time something unfortunate happens to you, it's God being like, oh, come back to me. Because being human is being broken. And anytime humans are involved, it's just messy because that's who we are. It's part of the human condition. But there are some things that like happen in our lives and it causes us to have a like a reversion to our faith and have us come back to the faith. Like for me, that breakup quite literally brought me back to God and brought me back to Jesus because like I knew Jesus in high school. Uh, I just didn't want to be that weird kid that went to, uh, uh, The weird kid that went to youth group all the time. Like, it just wasn't that cool. So, yeah, I'm, like, grateful for it. And also, as I said in my last episode, never would have met the people that I know, which makes me really sad. And one of my friends shared with me that she she said that she's so glad that things did not work out with me and the guy I dated in high school because she just said that she would never have known me as a friend and that makes her sad, which, I mean, I almost cried, but we were in Nashville, so. (laughs) And I just thought about that and I was like, wow, God, like just reaffirming everything that I've come to terms with, like it was the best thing ever. And having a friend tell me that she also was glad that God led me this direction rather than the other direction just was so much like, not relief, but I just was like, okay, like, God, you got this. And this is where I'm meant to be. And I know that if life would have gone a different way, I would have never known what I'm missing out on. And there would have been a lot of other graces probably too within that way of life, if that's the way I would have went, but this is where I am and it's good. And I'm happy to be here <laughs> and I don't ever wish things to be different because my life is literally being written by God for me each day, even though, well, he does see it all. So he, (laughs) he knows all of time. He already knows what's going to happen in my life, but I don't know. And so it's pretty cool that like each day he is laying that out for me. And obviously like through sin and different things, we can change those plans, but the Lord is always waiting for us. So. Anyway, that was a little bit longer of a a question. So the next one is my favorite coffee. Y'all know I love coffee so much. My favorite place is Rooster Joe. Shout out. I love their rooster drink, which is a caramel macchiato that has espresso in it and milk and then caramel sauce and um, all the good stuff. That is my favorite coffee drink. I prefer lattes in macchiatos, because I really like espresso. Um, some people don't like espresso, which honestly, actually, fun fact, espresso has less caffeine than an actual cup of coffee, and most of the time, people think it's the other way around. Haha, <laughs> fun fact. I think that's it. Don't quote me. But I do like a the good iced coffee and cold brew every now and then, but lattes and macchiatos are way to my heart. Um, So yeah, and iced coffees and regular coffee don't have espresso in them, but cappuccinos, lattes, Americanos, macchiatos do with different portions of milk, water, or the amount of espresso. If you have other questions, ask me later. Harley, that one was for you. (laughs) Anywho. Uh, that got brought up because my fast for April is no espresso, which is very hard for me. To anyone else, they're probably like, oh, okay, like who cares? I care because now when I walk into Rooster Joe, they're not going to be able to make my drink my usual because sometimes he'll have my drink ready for me before I walk in the door because he sees my car pull into the drive or into the parking lot. That's how you know you made it, kids. They know your drink order. Anyway. (laughs) So on to the next one is, what is one thing you would remind your 23-year-old self? Hmm. Okay. That was five years ago. Yikers. I think that if I could write a letter to younger me, (laughs) it would be to not dwell so much on the small things and not dwell too much on the past. Uh, When I was 23, I definitely was still in that mode of like, everyone hates me. I am an awful person because of the things I did when I was 18 going through a breakup. And I could have changed the way my life was, but I was awful. So I couldn't just like not in a good place. I also was graduating college and graduating, graduating a semester behind everyone that was my age. So that was very like discouraging for some reason. I don't know. It doesn't matter anymore, but I would just tell myself not to live in the past and to know that your future is so bright and that high school wasn't everything because I think sometimes we live in this mode where like high school was like the peak and high school was the best of the best and really it's not like the best is yet to come and I believe that too even now at 28 that like the best is yet to come because each year I come to know Jesus more I come to know the faith more I come to know my friends even more and it's so beautiful to grow those friendships and relationships with people that like To keep holding on through those years. Because sometimes your early 20s are confusing. So are your late 20s. I'm just going to throw that out there. Because adulting is hard. (laughs) Like being an adult, paying your bills, having to pay for everything. It's a lot when you're coming right out of college. And if you're like me, you got a lot of college debt too that you're trying to pay. Plus you're trying to have a house, maybe get married, maybe have a car, have a dog and do all this other stuff. And if you're not keeping up with everyone on your social media, you feel behind. But newsflash, there are a lot more of us out there who are struggling after college than the media and some of your other friends like to paint a picture of. Because not all of us had our college paid for by mom and dad. A lot of us had to work. And now if your parents did pay for your college, that is wonderful. Like, beautiful blessing. But being an adult is hard. And I think anyone will tell you that. And... Even trying because I don't try as much anymore, but when I was younger, I definitely was like, I need this, this, and this. Like, so I add up to what so and so's doing, and so so and so thinks that I'm doing good. And that's just not real. Like, if someone's worried about what you're doing, they have too much time on their hands. And that's the way I see it. I used to always worry about what some of my friends in high school thought about me or. Whatever, and I tried to make it look like I was doing better than I actually was. That way, things just seemed good for me. Even though, who, like, they probably don't care. And if they do care, well, they need some other stuff to do. I don't know. That's how I feel about that. <laughs> just live your own life the best you can. And God will provide for you. Yep, that was what I t- would tell 23-year-old Megan. <laughs> okay. Next one is why I don't like Aldi. So this is going to be a hot take. I do not like shopping at Aldi's. You may ask why. You may be talking back to me and say, Megan, you're crazy. But let me tell you, I love grocery shopping. Love to do it. Look forward to it. Don't look forward to paying for it because it's expensive. But nothing makes me happier than going to Kroger, grabbing a coffee, sipping on that coffee, while I browse the aisles with my half-made list, and look at the food that I'm going to buy. And look at the ingredients. I read all the ingredients on food that I buy, unless I've bought it before. But if there's something new, I read the ingredients, because there are certain things that I do not consume. Now, there are Every now and then, okay, like, I buy Pop-Tarts or, like, a pack of Oreos or ice cream. But I try my best. I do not have anything with high fructose corn syrup, dyes. I watch the type of, like, chemicals and everything that's in my food. Um, and at Aldi, you can't do that. Because you get these people who just know what they want and they grab what they want. And then, heaven forbid, you stand in front of something for five seconds, you get the eyes. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to Aldi sometime and watch some of these crazy people. Crazy people. And another thing, too, I feel rushed. But then I also have to go elsewhere and get the rest of my grocery list. When I lived in Tiffin, I could go to Walmart, Aldi, and Kroger. Because they were all right beside each other. Now, I can't do that. So I just skip Aldi. And I go to Walmart. Or I go to Kroger. And that's just the way it is. And the way the cookie crumbles. Because I know I can get everything I want and need at Kroger. Or Walmart. My favorite place to shop is Kroger though. Because I just like it there. And that's just the way it is. Can't change it. It's never gonna change. It might change, but in the foreseeable future I do not see it changing. Because it's just relaxing to me. Like right now I'm even thinking about when I can go get groceries next. Ha. Anywho. (laughs) Okay, next one. Most read book of the Bible. So what book of the Bible have I read the most? Um Probably the Gospel of Mark or the Book of Ruth. Those two are probably my top ones. I don't know why. But I think the Gospel of Mark is just an easy read. And I like the Gospel readings. And that one, I think I like the way that he tells his... Or how he writes the different things. Um, Yeah, and the Book of Ruth I just really like. Because, I mean... How could you not like the Book of Ruth? If you don't or you haven't read it, go read it right now. It's short. It's simple. But it has a big punch of a meaning. So, yeah. That's my two cents on that. Okay. Next one. What was it really like growing up with All Brothers? Okay. Let me tell you. If you didn't watch my reel from the other week, go watch it. Because that's what it was like. (laughs) So, Growing Up with All Brothers... I'm the oldest, and I have four younger brothers. I have a brother that's 26. Yes, 26. 24 is the next one. 21 and 17. So there are 11 years between me and my youngest brother, who is 17. Every single time, okay, maybe not with my brother who's 26, but the rest of them, my mom never found out if she was having a boy or a girl. So it was a guessing game. Though it was a boy every single time. Plot twist. But every single time my mom would be pregnant, she would buy a girl outfit and a boy outfit. And I would get to keep whichever one she did not have. So I had a lot of girl outfits. Brand new, real baby baby clothes, girl outfits for my baby dolls. And they were styling. Because... What was the best thing when you had baby dolls? Real baby outfits. Not the ones that came with the baby dolls. The real ones. But anyway, it was very interesting growing up with brothers. Would never change it for the world. Because one, I got my own room and they had to share rooms. (laughs) I never had to share my clothes. I never had to wear (laughs) hand-me-downs. I did use some of my cousin's clothes. But also, I have a bunch of male cousins and not a lot of girl cousins. So most of my cousins were boys. And my girl cousins were either younger than me or older than me by, like, a couple years. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I did a lot of stuff with my mom. We went shopping. We would go out to eat and do a bunch of different things. And then my dad and I occasionally would go out to eat. But, yeah, I would go hunting with him and the boys every now and then. But I would say... All in all, it was pretty good because I was a lot bigger than them for a while. And I would always force them to play Barbies with me by calling it people. Let's play people. And then they would get out their G.I. Joes and their little toy guys that rode their motorcycles and different things. And we would play Barbies. And it was a grand old time. Um, Back when life was simple and easy and it didn't matter Um, But yeah, we spent a lot of time outside hunting together. We would go on family vacations to Myrtle Beach or Destin, Florida. And we would, all seven of us would ride in a Honda Odyssey packed to the brim with stuff and go to the beach for a week. And it was the best time. So many memories and so many fun times. Now, we did all fight quite a bit. (laughs) My... The us older three would always pick on the younger ones. And then they started picking back. And my youngest brother is a combination of all of us kids together. And But it was so much fun growing up. And, of course, we would fight. And I hated my one brother with a passion when we were growing up. But now he's like one of my best buds. Actually, all my brothers are. The 17-year-old, he kind of... He's going through it because he's in high school and I like to make fun of him. Not make fun of him. I give him hugs and he doesn't like it, but he's still a big old teddy bear. But anyway, so yeah, it wasn't bad growing up with all brothers, even though I always get asked how awful that was. And you know, it really wasn't. There are perks to being the only girl. Anywho, on to the next. Best way to respect people when you feel disrespected, especially in your family. Ooh, this is a good one. So, yeah. How do you respect people in your family when they are being disrespectful towards you? (laughs) Too soon. Just kidding. Uh, Definitely have experience with this one. Uh, As some of you know, I used to work for a family business and it didn't work out for me. I just didn't enjoy the job. I had asked for a couple of things to be changed and it was unable to be changed. So I ultimately left and got a new job and I was not treated with the most respect when I left because feelings were hurt and I mean, my plans had changed because I had never, I really didn't plan to leave there, uh, but the Lord had other plans and so I ultimately left Um, some family members did not see that it was the best decision for me. And so lots of words were said, lots of things were done. I was let go after turning in my two weeks, I was let go the next day. So that caused a lot of tension and it's been a couple months. I really don't have, I don't know. I never really was that angry at them because I kind of knew what was going to happen and try to put myself in their shoes, but it was really hard to remain respectful through that because the natural human thing we want to do is react when someone is talking about about us bad or just saying things and doing things that make us angry. <laughs> um so there were a lot of things that were said and done And just unnecessary things that really made me want to. Oh, makes me a little angry getting talking about it. Maybe there's still some things I need to pray about, but it is really hard to respect them. But I think in the back of my mind, like I just remind myself that like Jesus loves them too, and God loves them too. Like God created them, and He loves them just as He loves you. And then sometimes I try to put myself in like their situation, even though it's really hard sometimes to put yourself in a situation that just makes no sense and you don't get because they don't see what they're doing. Um, But I think my best advice or how I feel about that is just to pray about it and just let it go. Because as I've said before, it's all dust. That family business isn't going to matter in heaven. The fact that I quit the family business and got a different job is not going to matter when I get to heaven. I, yeah, it's a dust. All the things of this world are dust. It doesn't matter that I have a job in marketing because it's not going to matter. What matters is the way I treated people, the way my faith towards God, my prayer life, and how well I followed his commandments and if I spent time with him. My job is just to get me through this life on earth. It has no other meaning than that. I mean, obviously God uses our jobs to like help us grow and help us grow in like different virtues and things. And obviously we need jobs to live on this earth because that's just the way it is. (laughs) But ultimately it's all dust. So that's my take on that. Hopefully that kind of answered it. (laughs) So on to the next one. What is my favorite book and movie? Mm, that's hard. Okay, so my favorite book, I haven't read it in a couple years, but I used to read it every fall, was A Walk to Remember by Nicholas Sparks. However, Redeeming Love by Francine Rivers has become probably my favorite okay but also the nightingale by chris kristin hannah oh those top three but redeeming love if you have not read that please go read it changed my heart it changed a lot of things it's so good so good highly recommend um i also have other book recommendations too but you know <laughs> and my favorite movie is how to lose a guy in 10 days I just love that movie I don't know why my mom and I watched it I think when I was like in high school and the love fern the yellow dress the dog just so many things about that movie I love it and I feel like I relate to Andy so much so highly recommend watching how to lose a guy in 10 days and along with that runners-up would have to be the mama mia movies I really like those too. But those star me if I watch them. So I don't watch them with people. I watch them alone. Mamma mia. Anyway, (laughs) I will not sing for you guys. Uh, My favorite TV series to go along with that. Ew. Not ew. I love TV shows. So kind of a hot take. I would rather watch a TV series than watch a movie. Though most people are like, Megan, movies are shorter than TV series. Yes. I get that, but you see, I, I don't know what I was going, where I was going with that. A movie, you have to sit down and watch it or you're not going to understand it. Most TV shows, you can like half pay attention and still know what's going on. Like, I don't know. It's just, I like watching them better. So I've watched a lot. And my favorite, ooh, I do like One Tree Hill, like I said. Smallville is another good one. I really like MASH. I like the old TV shows. It's so like MASH, Cheers, uh, One Tree Hill, older. I guess it's not old, old. I like Arrow, Gilmore Girls, just kind of like that era of and One Tree Hill. Yeah, that era of, like, TV shows before TV got weird. Um, I do like New Girl. That's pretty funny. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think of some other TV shows I've watched. I've watched quite a few, like I said. And, uh, yeah, Criminal Minds, CSI New York. Just, yeah. Yeah. I'm a TV show girl. Oh, that 70s show, that 90s show, that was okay. It wasn't that great. I'd rather watch that 70s show. Um, I'm watching the Goldbergs right now. It's really funny. <laughs> uh, Home Improvement. I I could give you any recommendation you want. I just really like TV shows. The old, like I said, old ones. Boy Meets World, that one's a good one. The new ones are just too. I don't know. Either cheesy, especially the ones where they try to redo the old ones, like Fuller House. I'm sorry. I just can't do it. Anywho, you guys don't care. You might care. I don't know. This is about me, so I guess you should have known it's going to be me rambling on about random things. So my next thing. Next question is favorite quality about myself. Ooh. Ah. Uh. I would say, hmm, some of you are going to be like, no, Megan, you're not that at all. (laughs) I care very deeply about things and about people like, yeah, my friends, my family, and just different things. Like, I feel things a lot deeper than I feel like some people, other people do. Um, And so it takes me a little bit to process emotions sometimes, and I am very... Not as much anymore, I guess. I used to be very emotion-driven. Now I, like, need some time to, like, process and really understand the situation. And I do, now that I'm, like, older, know that, like, my feelings are valid, but they don't change the situation. So, yeah, I, my emotions used to be really hard for me to control because I just didn't understand why I was feeling certain things and others didn't, but it's just that I feel things a lot deeper. And there's nothing wrong with that if you do or if you don't. God makes us all different for a reason. So, own it, sister. But yeah, I would say I'm a very caring person. Um also I'm a gift giver. I like I don't know. I just like people to know that like I'm thinking about them and that they are cared for and that there's always someone there for them. So I guess that kind of goes with that. I don't really know if that's a quality. It probably is. Empathy. Yeah. Empathy. I have high empathy, I would say. But if you don't agree with me, well, I don't I don't know what to tell you. I guess tell me then what I'm the best quality is about myself. Anywho. <laughs> well, I think that is it. So I just want to thank you guys for submitting your questions. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, Kind of a sneak peek of the next episode. Um, I am going to be talking about owning your season. And I'm saying it here now. So now I have to do this episode next or it's going to be super awkward. Um, But yeah, uh, my next episode will be about living out your season and how to live well in your season. Uh, so mainly going to be talking about like singleness and how to just live in that season, even if it's a prolonged season, uh, kind of seasons of waiting and just different things like that and how to like trust God and be fully present in the moment and not try to just rush things along. So yeah, thank you for listening to another episode of Talks with Meg. Like, subscribe, please share with your friends. I would greatly appreciate that. Uh, As I tried to grow my audience, I don't really know how to do... Okay, that's a lie. I kind of know how to do it, but I need y'all's help. (laughs) Um, So yeah, if you like this episode, like, share, rate it on Spotify and Apple. I don't know if I can see anything on Spotify because I don't have that, but we'll see. Anywho, I hope everyone has a great week. Um, And I will be recording... Potentially, um, weekly episodes. You didn't hear it here first, but the Lord has really been putting that on my heart and multiple people have come up to me in the past week and asked me if I was going to do weekly episodes or saying how they love the podcast but want more. So maybe, we'll see. Is that a surprise, a little Easter egg? I don't know, even though it wouldn't be an Easter egg because I just told you. Anyway, (laughs) I'm going to close this out and Mother Mary pray for us.